Dev, how's it going, champ? Yeah, bro, what's happening? Yeah, all good. We got a Leckle back on today. Howdy, boys. How's it? Yeah, He's back with a it? bang. Here we go. With a bang. Good, um, man. So, today we've decided we're going to kind of go over setbacks and how to deal with it and what gets you through it. Yeah, I just thought, like, you know, I re-listened to Aleko's, um the episode we did with Aleko last week. And um, I don't know, I just thought it would be cool to have him here because obviously, you know, um, everyone goes through setbacks. Some mm-hmm. some people a bit more than others. And I just think um, <laughs> Aleko's had a few. Um, so, yeah, it would be good just to, you know, have a little discussion about it and um, I'll just see where it goes, really. Yeah, Aleko, do you think that's pretty fair to say that Sounds that, enough. that journey that you went through last time there was a few setbacks on the way some harder than others and you had to find a way to get through it yeah um okay i'm gonna start off by just uh talking a little bit about my own situation at the moment i got the injury that you boys know about mm. um and in the past i think i've struggled more with uh, trying to get through injuries than I have this time around because I've just become better at going with it and not feeling the pressure of it and thinking, oh no, what's going to happen next? And something, I'm just going to mention it now, something really strange I've done with myself. It's a little bit corny, I think. It can come across a little bit corny to some people. But like, I got this analogy, like after my career and stuff, I want to have like a book or a film about my life if I reach the levels that I reach. Um, that I'm hoping to reach. And if there's ups and downs within that, I think it'll be a more exciting film or or like a novel. And it's a little bit corny, yeah, but like it's something to keep in the back of your head. That's that's so funny. Like it. it's not I mean it's funny, but it's it's like it's just weird how you know how how <laughs> how you know, how you're looking it's at it. Funny, how, yeah. Like the way you're looking at it. But like I think that's I think that's the key is like, you know, when people get setbacks, it's, it's the, it's your perspective. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's so easy to be like, oh, I just got this injury. Like, oh, like just cursing and just thinking like, oh, this is the end. But there's so many ways around it and so many possible ways you can turn it on its head and, mm. and kind of just, you know, reevaluate it from different sides and, I think what you've done there is actually, I don't know, you've never told me that, but that's yeah. actually pretty good. <laughs> so we'd start like, off with something new. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually pretty, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And coming in on the side, boys, an injury setback is a lot worse than a normal setback because you're sort of helpless. So it's a lot harder to deal mm. with. You know, setbacks like getting dropped or, you know, not making a squad. It, that's all right. That stuff's easy to deal with. Mm. Easier. But when it comes to injuries, it's sort of like, you're so just helpless. Yeah. You, there's actually nothing you can do. You can't it's, get back on the pitch. Body. Yeah. So, yeah. So, tackling setbacks in itself is not that difficult, in my opinion. So, we can discuss tips and tricks for that. But when it comes to injury, that's when I think you really, mm. like the mental strength really has to come. I yeah. think, you know, I think it's, you know, like you said, it's 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 difficult because you, you have no control, really. Like, you have no control when you're injured. Like, you can't you can't do anything besides try get better to a point where you can start performing again. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so here's a question. I want to ask you a question, Dev. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. And I left, actually. If if I was someone who, let's say, worked in a different field, like finance or whatever it may be, and 
I've lost my job now during this whole pandemic and I'm applying for jobs and I'm not getting the job and I'm getting rejected and rejected from interviews. Should that You're saying that's easier than an injury. So what would you, how do I overcome that? Because it's destroying me. Like I'm getting pushed back every time. You can say that's, you're not putting in the effort then, would you say? And you've got to just improve from interview to interview. Yeah, if that makes sense. First, I thought I'd challenge yeah, you a little bit. I, I think you should be changing that call. You was the one who was... Devil, just, yeah, just playing devil's advocate. I just want to see if... I want to I want to see what Aleko has to say first. So something that I do, especially with setbacks, for me, like you said, when I have a setback, it's not injury-related. I just look straight at myself as a person mm. that I'm not putting that effort in. That, I, you know, I haven't done everything in my power to achieve what I need to achieve. So that's when I started becoming sort of laser-focused on what I do. And that's when all these habits and rituals come into place. Like Nick, with your injury, like the stuff I told you, when it comes to little things like your diet, I sort of over-focus and over-analyze on every little aspect. Mm. So when those setbacks do come, I'm doing everything in my power to, to so get you to take that, full you know, accountability for it. Yeah. If if I lose a job or I don't make a squad or it's all it's I need to look at me, reflect, what didn't I do? What can I do better? And I go for the next mm. one. I mean, it's all normal. It's a part of that's, that. That's interesting because so, I I think I'm kind of different in the sense like there's probably two things i would relate to to something like that like losing a job or something is kind of the first being like i don't worry about anything i can't control so if if circumstances have changed like this whole pandemic and something has to change in my life that is gonna make a big difference such as losing the job um that's something i can't control because the, mm. the reason for that happening is obviously the pandemic. And I, I can't control that. I can't make a, a, a cure for the virus or I can't... That's so my, interesting. Your I, two I different answers are so... I can't tell, I can't tell my boss to be like, oh, no, like, you know, I can't control any of that. Mm. And um, the second thing being... Give me a second. <laughs> I, I like, it. I, but sometimes um, I do see Yeah, but wait. Something similar though I see is neither of you are dwelling on it. So one's putting it down circumstances, forgetting about it, not blaming themselves, and the other one's completely. I'm going to work harder and get better results. Neither one's going home and thinking my life's absolutely terrible now, and I want to cry myself to sleep. So it's yeah. just, if I can just say, you know? yeah, if, if I can say one thing is like, when we try and achieve a new goal, trying to do something new, I don't know if you, like, I had a chat to someone last night, it's so weird we brought this up now, just about it, because now, obviously, us being religious, or whoever it is, if you're religious, often people aren't working hard enough and saying, you know, it's all in God's hands, mm. but that, to an extent, that's right, but if you're not, if you're yourself now, you know what they say, yourself, who you are now is not... Uh, valid for who you're supposed to be next year. If you don't change, you're going to be exactly the same person. You're not going to achieve much. So you can't just be exactly the same and be, let's say you are lazy and not do the work and then say it's all in God's hands. It's all in someone else's hands. So you've got to really sort of, to take it to another level, to to achieve another goal, you've got to re-innovate yourself. Mm. So that's why when I'm saying, when I look at myself and I don't achieve, it's sort of like, okay, what can I do better? Because I want to re-innovate myself and sort of level up. Mm, so version. I'm on that level mm. where that goal is. Because I'm, that's how I looked at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't you think Don't you think the way that you're thinking in comparison to me obviously is going to set yourself up for more disappointment? Because if, 
if you're focusing on something you can't control, this is so and interesting. You, you, you're pointing to yourself and being like, oh, what did I do wrong? Meanwhile, maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, and then aren't you, a... aren't you leading yourself to more disappointment? Because, you know, if we go through the same challenge, you're looking at yourself. I'm thinking, oh, mate, I did everything possible. Obviously, I'm still going to continue to try to be better, but I'm not looking at myself and think, looking in the mirror and thinking, oh, like, where did you fuck up? I'm more thinking like, okay, it's happened. Let's go. You know what I mean? It depends on the person. I think if a person's going to eat themselves up about it. No, I hold myself very accountable to my words. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So now if I look back on my past, I look how much further I've progressed because I've always looked at myself and try to become, to fix a tweak. All right, you can do this better. Now, you know, the diet's become a habit or you can do that better. You know, now the morning routines become a habit. So it's like I've been tweaking slowly, slowly, every little thing that sort of stays in place. But again, if it's at the own, you know, expense of my mentality, then I'm like beating myself down, no more confidence. And I agree, I shouldn't be thinking I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and say the medium, the happy medium. You've got to have a bit of both. I think for... For me personally, I I know that I have a bit of both. I yeah. I can see what's not in my control, and I can I can acknowledge that, but I can also be responsible enough to take accountability and know that I need to improve on certain things. And I think that's probably you guys might be a little bit extreme to one side. I'm gonna go ahead and say happy mediums yeah. in the middle. Mm. But in moderation's always yeah, good. Yeah, that's what we like. <laughs> always good. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. As yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think yeah, like I said, I, I think it's always you know it's good to to keep a medium, but it's you know I, it's, setbacks are always difficult in this. Yeah, the, I think maybe it is, you know, if you're a lack or if you do pinpoint the situation and try to figure it out and dive deeper into it, you are gonna possibly find something that did go wrong, mm. and you could work on that and in turn it it would like he the words he used like level you up yeah um which is interesting because i've never actually thought about it like that i think because listen yeah sorry nick yeah if you step back and things are looking when you're in the moment like i had a chat with my dad um about two weeks ago because i had a little slight injury came up in my hip and also i fell off the horse straight away because i was training so hard and then I was like, you know, when you're in the moment, you're sort of blinded. Mm. It's very hard to see like the good in every situation or, um, you know, so what I did now was when I was in that position, in that setback, you start making, that's what makes these little, you can say fixes or tweaks because it helps me, like I'll do little things correctly. It's a little bit of momentum and that'll pick up through the setback and then help me see the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. If that maybe explains the whole concept of a better, but it's sort of like sort of your decisions really like they ma- matter and they make sense. So every little decision you make, it push you a step forward. Those yeah. accumulate after time and it gives you momentum to get out the setback rather than just That's, admitting it. Yeah, or, exactly. In it. I think, Are you? Yeah. Go, Nick. Go okay. I think... Nick, I'd like to explain what you're doing now, how you've approached this injury. That would be great. Well, this is what, I'm, oh, this is what I'm, I want to say now. So... For me, I think making decisions and seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, I think that's all like a little bit further down the process. I think yeah. the most, what I, what I found for myself personally is the most important thing I've tried to improve on and I've seen drastic improvements for this injury is the initial, the initial feeling. So in past injuries, like I will get injured and then I'll 
there'll be this, I'll sit around for days feeling sorry for myself, being worried about the future. And there's just this whole, I'm not taking it well. Whereas now this time, like on the same day, I'm already being conscious enough to think, okay, things do happen for a reason. Okay, I am going to improve my diet now. And I'm, I'm leveling up as such on the first day. Whereas with most people, I think it can take like a week or two weeks just to wrap your head around it. And something I've learned throughout my life so far, however 21 years I've lived, is there's so many downs and there's so many things that you don't want to happen, that you don't see happening. So the better you can get at dealing with these and the quicker you can wrap your head around it, the much easier your life is. Yeah, it's so, it's so good. You know, I was listening to a podcast and now that you're talking about it, it makes me remember it is, um, it was between a, a coach and an athlete and um, the coach has this 24-hour rule where he says you're allowed to dwell with the setback for 24 hours and then it's over. Mm. And, you know, it makes me think like sport and like the sport that we're in is such like a, such a, you know, it's such a high level and such an extreme sport in terms of like on our bodies and trying to be at the top all the time that if you dwell too much on something that's going to affect you mentally and bring you down, like, like you said, feel sorry for yourself for a week, you've lost six days of, of performance. Do you know what I mean? If, if you, if you, if you take a, if you, if you're not in the right mental space and every little setback, obviously you get different setbacks, you get injuries and you could have, you could have a tiny setback, like, oh, burning burning your eggs in the morning and you could you you know what i mean like that could be a setback but if you put them all in the same boat and be like okay this has happened this is what i'm gonna do and this is how i'm gonna move forward get it over with and then start ticking over again you've gained in essence six days or in comparison to what you what you said and you know if you if you keep doing that on a regular basis that's just an extra little piece of um i don't know a bonus that you have over your competitors it's not 99 percent; it's 100 exactly you you've just gained you know you've just gained extra time on everyone else just by being a little bit smarter yeah but that's the hardest part eh? that awareness to try and like nick says like you say flip that situation and find a way out a lot of people don't you know don't even want to see it they choose not to see it so i think given you can do that you'll be in the money all the time if you can flip the situation be aware find the way to tackle it best and but it's just it's just interesting how how you know that setbacks are in our mind they're set in like categories in that okay for instance burning the egg is like a setback that you wouldn't even it wouldn't ruin your day right but if, mm. how good would it be is if we could put every single setback in that category of, you know, mm. let, let this not ruin my day or ruin my tomorrow or ruin my week. Do you know what I mean? Like, how good would it be is if you could, like, put every single setback that comes across in your life into a category of let me, let me sort this out now and move on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how good would it be is if, you know, you, Aleko, you had an injury like last week and instead of dwelling it over for a week you you took it as that like burned fried egg and you were like oh done whatever i'll just make a new egg and then it's done you know what i mean how how much more progression would you make 
Yeah, if the people want to see it, if it's, if a person wants to see it, because you can really run yourself down. Like for example, when when I, so I had this thing in my what I what I've learned in the last two years, what I use. Um, obviously, my things aren't as serious as Nick's, but what I had in my hip was called like bursitis. So I would never label it as an as a long term thing. So I'd say my hips bursiting, you know. So it's a temporary thing. So it's busy like nice. acting up. If, nice. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. So I tell myself like, yeah, I'm just my hips busy bursiting. And then I'd go do these little things like I get my turmeric, I order off Amazon, have turmeric in the morning, beetroot, you know, anti ginger, anti inflammatory stuff, which I told Nick to get on as well. And it's those little decisions that sort of push me into the right direction. Yes. And it's like it's awareness. I can't run full of fit. That's why I've been speaking to you, Dev, so much about the bike. I can't run at that pace anymore to keep my training load that high without inflaming the hip. So then I went onto the bike and I'm able to do double the load, but it's a bit light on the legs. I don't get the inflammation as bad. So, I, I need so to I jump in there. The whole thing, yeah. But it can't comes off the time. So I just yeah. thought, you know what? I need to do X, Y, and Z to flip the situation and keep on the horse and keep moving forward um, as, as a progressive way without yes. you know, inflaming and being out for two months. So. so this is my thing. So I think when you get injured, there's a decision to make. And that decision's either evolve, try new things, improve yourself like you did, over time, you've learned to do that and you started cycling instead of running and you ordered sh- yeah. these things to improve your body or it's dwell for seven days. And here's the big thing. Some people even give up. We haven't even spoken about that. Like we've spoken about don't dwell for a week or two weeks. People have a setback and then give up and then quit. I know it might seem a, like a bit foreign to us because we've been had these dreams since we were kids. But like a lot of people will just give up. Like, I'm sure we've seen it with other people. Like, mm. that's another end of the spectrum, you know? And I, I know. I don't know. But I just don't yeah, know how you tackle that. I don't know. That's when you got to sit with yourself, Nick. Um, like, I'm busy reading John Astro's book. And he just says, you're either interested or you're committed. And I look at everyone. You're either 100% committed. Like, I wrote, like I showed you in that diary I sent you the other yesterday. Mm. I wrote in there, I'm fully committed to achieving whatever the goal was. This year, so I'm not looking for any routes out now that the season, because COVID's postponed season, and you know everything's messed up here. Now I'm starting to think, shit. I'm really starting to think, what's my best way to maximize time? If we're only going to play here in March, maybe I should go back to Cyprus and just play until January, then fly back. But my head's already all over the place, and that's also one of my biggest faults. Is I'm always just trying to look for the quickest way, which isn't always good. But then you know what I said? Sorry for swearing. I said, screw that. Um, you know, I'm committing to the goal. Whatever happens, happens. I'm here now. But you know what? You know what's interesting. You know what's interesting, Leko, is when I listen to you. What I'm, what I'm getting, is that you, you're always connecting a little bit of mental like challenge to a physical change. So you, so you, you're thinking, okay, so there's this problem. What can I do physically to improve it? And it's just a bit strange because I, I don't often look at it like that. I, I think I categorize my physical problems and my mental problems with a, a clear distinction. And I think what it, what it seems like, I don't know why I'm only picking this up now, but like, I feel like your distinction isn't as clear. I don't know if, if you know what I'm saying, but like, you know. Give us an example, Dave. When you were talking about, when you were talking about the bike, you know, you 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 were talking about a challenge that was that was mental, like I don't know. And then it's it's always closely related to 
how you're going to fix it physically. But I don't know. I, I just think that you that it's it's just a bit strange. I don't know if no one's no one's picking this up. I don't know where you are, but I'm sort of in the middle. But I'd like to chat about that. I, <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. I'm sort of like in the middle there. Um, yeah, it could be a long conversation, though, but we can definitely. We talk must about jot that. that down and elaborate yeah. on that. Okay. I'm a little bit pissed. No one else has picked it up. I wish I could have. Like, <laughs> Maybe someone listened to you. <laughs> I wish I could have executed. If you listen, listen to this back just now, yeah, and then, and then. And then um, you'll get on the same. I do agree to what you're saying. When I'm going through, like, like when I'm going through a mental challenge, I sort of compensate by overworking. That's okay. That's what I was trying yeah, to go for. Yeah, do sort of. That's what I'm I trying to go that. for. But like, but I'm, I'm, like but, I'm asking, or... but I'm asking is yeah. like, is why is your why is why is your like your your the border between your mental and challenge and your physical because that's what builds the confidence for me so when i know that See, i'm yes, doing things that, that no sense. one else is doing that makes then it sense. boosts me up to where i feel i'm worthy of achieving it what people don't achieve like if i tell you what i do now when i cycle to this park with my hip and there's bugs these like little mickeys going in my mouth and i'm in this rich area on this little broken bike with a 20 kg backpack on my balls you know on my back and you know and it's like in my head, I'm thinking this, I'm paying success tax. That's all I'm telling myself. I hate it. And I don't want to get grumpy yeah. about it. But I'm just riding this bike in the wind after a nice hour and a half session. And then I'm thinking, yes, yes, man, come on. But in my head, I'm telling myself, you know what? You're paying the tax. You're doing the work. You're going to be super strong after this. You know, no one else does an hour and a half session and cycles the 20Ks to the field and back. Mm-hmm. 10Ks there, 10Ks back in the wind on a mountain bike with a big bag. So in my head, I'm just trying to tell myself. But that also gives me a feeling of worthiness. So, But I do agree with you. I do I do maybe cross them together because that's sort of how I get my, my confidence or my feeling of value. But don't you so think don't you think you could you could you could lean it the other way to try strengthen the mental side? Definitely can. Hundred percent can. Because then you wouldn't you wouldn't have to lean on, on the does, physical side so much. Does this Yeah. I don't know if I'm if I'm if it doesn't tell me, does this link to remember when we were speaking about the music that we listen to? And so I wanna you know this way that you overcompensate full confidence, mm. and the the feeling you get when you're riding on this little shitty bike with ten balls and and you yeah. do you think that links to feeling like that that guy from SA in the change room? Do you remember what we were speaking about? Yeah, I do. I, I don't know. How... Man, guys, we're getting so deep, and I don't, I don't know. We save it. We save it. Yeah, I think we save it because it's so unclear. And we don't know. Okay, yeah. Is we this, save that but one. But I think it does. And, yeah, wow, that's a great question as well. We'll, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll expand on this one Dev, day. Yeah, we'll jot it to... down and we'll... Yeah, because yeah. I don't know what you guys are on about. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So... So, yeah, getting back to... If we get back to um, setbacks, the one thing I'd like to encourage people to do is when they're in a setback, is to just keep going. Because every time I've had a setback, you, you your back's on the wall, you know, you've or I've come back home and you, you you're down and out. But you either choose, if you quit, you quit. But if you choose to stay in the game and try and find a way out, you'll become so resourceful and things will just pair themselves together. I don't know if it's happened with you two, but you could have been down and out the next week opportunity came. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you were working at it day and night, day and night, trying to find every little thing that could push you back onto the right path. And then something will click at the end of the day. So that the value of becoming so resourceful and having minimal in your environment, but maximizing everything you have available to you know, to push yourself forward is a super valuable you trait. Think that breeds opportunity. Hundred percent. Because now wherever I am, I can find out how to turn the environment, the little bit I have, and make it into a hotbed of just 
growth and work ethic and you know you, you can really spin the spinning the situation the awareness is the most valuable part mm. um in this whole setback thing and if you can choose to you know see the value in it and and stay in it and just make use of every little thing you have pick up every little grain you can you'll come out you'll i come think out. that's yeah. the most important thing as well i'm gonna I say just think that. yeah i just think for me i think the most important thing is just to try I even sent you a voice note the other day, Nick, and we, we spoke about like, just, you know, w- when the setback comes across, just slap it away and mm. move on. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind yeah. of, you, I think it's the most important part is just yeah. getting it out the way mentally. Just, but, but the key is there is getting it out the way mentally. Obviously, it's still going to be there physically, yeah. whether it be yeah. an injury or it be something that's like changed. But I think the most important part is just, you know, getting it out the way physically, mentally as quick yeah, as possible. I would say the, the one thing I'd, I'd want someone to take away from this is, and the one word I'd say is conscious. Just mm. because if you're not conscious, like the emotion, the emotions that come from an injury or setback, that will be inside your head and that will dominate you. Yeah, but if you're sure. conscious, now you can make decisions. Now you can choose what you want to listen to. But if, you, if you're not conscious, none of this works. Because yeah. all you think about is the side effects, is the negative stuff that pop up in your head. When you're conscious, you can move them to the side. And I'd say that's think, probably the most important. What do you think about it not being the end of the world? Because every time I got injured, I thought, oh, the planet's over. Now look at myself three years later. Mm. You know, still in an awkward position. But every it's never the end of the world. There's always so many ways to come back. Yeah. So it could look like it in the moment, but it's really not over. There was a quote I read. It's not uh, sorry to interrupt. It was um yeah. If it's not going to affect you in five years, don't give it five minutes. Yeah, and that kind of stayed in my head for, for quite a while. Yeah, very, that was a yeah. Sorry to hit the a... heart there, lad. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, listen, yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so. nuggets, nuggets. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we got everything we wanted to. Yeah, I'm happy with that. We closed it off nicely. I'll close it off as a guest. So if we want to catch some more uh, nuggets on the next episode, it's all about questions. (laughs) 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 You must explain questions from who. It's just funny. Okay, fine. All right. Okay, three, two, one. Okay, so boys, that's us, eh? <laughs> we didn't. I'm leaving. I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving this in. Um, if you guys, if you guys have any questions for us, um, Nick, how are we yeah, gonna just, do? It? Are we gonna make a post? Uh, we'll or? make a post, but just DM, they can just DM, DM, DM us. Nick Potty, couple questions, and next episode you can, we'll Nick, them. Yeah, you can DM Devin Nick Potty, or you can DM our private accounts, Alecos, mine, or um, yeah. If you're a bit shy, Nikki's. ask us to put a poll up. We'll do an anonymous poll, and we can. If you're a bit shy, you should come to me because I feel like I'm the less, you know, I'm the most approachable out of the Listen, three. Listen, I like to say I'm translucent, but I'm transparent. I'm like an open book. Any- <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, 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 Catch the next episode for some uh, little golden nuggets. All right. Ciao. Yeah, cheers.